0: You're listening to Just Chat with Drew, where we go over everything and anything regarding self-help, personal growth, and everything you need to know. On this episode, I am blessed to have the Dr. J himself. He is a master craft in his work, owns Triple P Life, Power, Passion, and Prosperity, and he is a powerhouse in all aspects he does. Dr. J, thank you for coming on the show. And it's a blessing. Tell us about yourself. Like, what do you do for a living?
1: Yeah, man. Well, thanks, Drew. I appreciate it. Um, excited to be here. Um, always love sharing my mission and my passion with the uh, people who are looking up level the life, man. That's what it's about, right? Constant, never ending personal improvement. Uh, my life, man. It's been uh, it's been a journey, it's been a good one. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of trials, tribulations, obstacles, but overall it's it's uh it's been an absolute blessing. Uh, you you asked what i do for a living and you know i'm going to give you the 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 really the the broad answer but it it guides me in every decision i make in my life which is my mission to inspire millions of people to live happier healthier more prosperous lives mm-hmm. so everything i decide to do whatever it's a new business or if i go speak at a lecture or whatever you know, has to align with that mission. So that's what I do. I inspire people to live happier and healthier, more prosperous lives. And there's many ways that I get that accomplished.
0: That's totally fine. And I'm glad to hear more about your story, man. How will you help people to achieve those self-happiness in themselves and just find inner peace, you know? Cause some people really, really like misstrew that like a
1: lot and it's very heartbreaking to see. It is, it really is. Um, Especially, you know, I mean any time, especially now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, people are struggling more for a variety of reasons. Um, a lot of emotional and mental health challenges. And mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, I mean, I went through my own struggle and journey with that long time ago. Um, and I and I learned that there are specific techniques that you could apply that literally will begin to shift and rewire your brain. To move away from this negativity, from this this low energy, um, so you can experience so much more that life has to offer. So, yeah, we can certainly talk about that.
0: Absolutely. So, just to, I guess, break the ice for those who don't know, Mr. J, what were I guess struggles and hurdles you had to go through to really over, and how did you overcome them? How did you see, I guess, a strategy to get over this hurdle that you had to basically achieve, or else you can never prosper to how you are right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'll try to condense it as much as I can without losing mm-hmm. the the impact. Um, I just graduated. My wife and I had just graduated uh, graduate school. Uh, we we were embarking on our our professional career, and and um, we, uh, as I mentioned to you in our open. I was born and raised on the East Coast, uh, went mm-hmm. to graduate school in Atlanta, some kind of a, you know, a city kid. Um, mm-hmm. And then I met her and she's from, you know, rural Wisconsin. And uh, so when graduated, we came back here to practice with her father, who was a, a giant in our industry. Too good to pass up, but I did not like being here. And it kind of caused oh. me to spiral. You know, I experienced depression and anxiety. I was unhappy. And meanwhile, we're, you know, our family was growing. And then we were going to move back to the East Coast. I had found a business to buy. And, um, you know, out of respect for her father, I told him that we'd be leaving in a few months. And, you know, and he didn't say much. I knew he was disappointed, but, you know, I had to follow my own path. Um, And I was grateful for everything that he had done. However, you know, I had to do my thing. And it wasn't a few days after he said, Hey, you know, would you be willing to listen to an offer I might have? So, he presented an offer for us to purchase the business that he had started which was incredibly successful and and um and I knew my wife really did not want to go to the east coast being a midwest girl for a variety of reasons and mm-hmm. um so at that moment I had to make a decision that was best for my family for my wife and really for our future because um I was pretty convinced that if we had moved out of east things probably wouldn't have turned out the same so then we stayed, made a decision, but the depression, all that stuff got worse. And then I began to realize that there was other issues involved. Uh, I was dealing lots of anger, lots of anger, a lot of frustration. And that anger was, you know, um, affecting everyone around me. Um, and she said to me, she goes, you got to get this figured out. It's, or it's going to be, you know, it's going to affect our relationship and your relationship with the kids. And so, um, Again, to condense it, I realized that I was angry at my father. You know, Mm. um, my father left when my mother got pregnant. I didn't meet him until I was six years old. So I had all this pent up anger that he abandoned me. And why did he leave? You know, why wouldn't he want to be with his son? I mean, stuff that so many people deal with. But in my mind, I kept telling myself, trying to convince myself. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It doesn't bother me. I'm over it. But that was a lie. I was lying to myself and I was doing that to protect my emotions to not deal with my emotions. But those very emotions was were literally destroying everything in my life that mattered. You know? Right. The the relationship that I wanted to have and and the relationship with my kids and my business. My wife said to me, She goes, you know, I think you need to get some help. So I tried the traditional medical route, did therapy, all that, and it didn't work for me. In fact, it made it worse. Uh, the medications, the therapy, all of it made it worse. And then one day, a very close friend of mine said, hey, Jay goes, I've been working with this coach. I think he would be a really good fit for you. Why don't you check him out? So set up a time, spoke with him. He said, tell me everything that's going going on in your life, and your business. And I did. I kind of just vomited on him for about five minutes. Kind of what I'm doing right here now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's totally fine. This is cool, man. Like, it's not normal. I guess I don't see it normal for guys to just let it out, you know, because, oh, we got to be big. And Chad, like, sure. mother, we got to your emotions. We're actually, we're like, have feelings, too. So it's okay to really let the, the emotions out, the words out. And then, you know, with good community, you build yourself back up together and stronger than you were prior.
1: Well, I appreciate that because the context is really important. And yeah, right. um, so I told him the story and <laughs> it felt amazing. It was cathartic you know I was telling everything that was going on outside of my life right mm-hmm. and you know so when i got done there was this dead silence i thought he hung up and i said <laughs> Are you still there and he goes he goes yeah he said jay I know exactly what exactly right he goes jay i know exactly what's going on in your life and i said great to myself i'm thinking finally someone's going to tell me what i need to do and he said this magical phrase that changed my life forever ever, was one of those seminal moments. He said, Jay, your life and your business is waiting for a leader to show up, and it's not you. And for the first time in my life, someone had held me accountable for all the decisions I had made. Because what I quickly realized was my life was a reflection of the choices, the decisions, and the emotions that I was experiencing. And it was just reflecting back to me in every area of my life. So, I hired him, and he goes, uh, he goes, "This is going to be hard work," he said, "but it's incredibly rewarding." I said, "We're going to teach you, you know, about mindset because right now yours is not healthy; it's toxic." We're going to teach you about leadership. We're going to teach you about business. We're going to teach you about running a business and running a team. And so, four or five years, man, I was all, all in. And uh, that gentleman, Dr. Markson, just literally changed my life. And it was pretty interesting because he he said to me years after, he goes, he said, I really connected with you because I saw me in you at your age. Wow. And I go, so he's like, I know exactly. And uh, so, yeah, I, I started to learn that uh, I had begun to change my mindset. And then he taught me some techniques and I begin to apply it. And there was one additional story I want to tell real quick because it's it really kind of is a jump-off point. Go ahead. So I was still ex, I was still experiencing the depression that I mentioned to you, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to the point where, man, outside of going into my office, I, I didn't want to be around people. So on Tuesdays, my wife and I had off, so we would take our daughter to the park and spend time and whatever. And I, I, this day, I didn't want to go. She goes, we're going. She goes, and we're going to go to a bookstore because – i love to read to my daughter at night. And we did. So when I got to the bookstore, it was like the hand of God had reached out and touched me, sending me to a part of the bookstore I'd never been previously, to a section, to an aisle, and the bottom of the shelf at the back of the aisle. Literally, someone was pulling me right there. And, uh, and at the bottom was a cassette tape. Now, mind you, this is 1992, so don't laugh. It was a oh, cassette tape. No.
0: I know cassette tape. No, no, don't wait. worry. I'm I'm not these Gen Z kiddos. Stop. They don't know about VHS, about an MP3. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it, well, yeah, right, exactly.
0: Right. So, yeah. I, no. it,
1: it was uh it was a it was a cassette tape on meditation by Deepak Chopra. And uh I was compelled to buy it and I did and I took it home and I listened to it and he talked about The power of meditation. And I'd heard of meditation, but not to the extent in which she explained it. And I started meditating every day for about a half hour. And within 90 days, at least maybe even a little bit sooner, people in my circle began to notice a shift. It wasn't quite as edgy, quite as angry. And I was starting to process these emotions and these feelings along with the other work that I was doing. So I've always said your mess often becomes your message. So I love teaching high achievers, I love teaching entrepreneurs that right, growing people grow businesses, and if your business and life is stuck, it means you're stuck. And so it's time to self-reflect and figure out where those bottlenecks are occurring so we can address them and remove as many as we can, begin to shift our headspace, and then we'll shift our strategies, and then what happens is your life shifts, begins to change, and all of a sudden... You're living a life you never dreamed you ever could. So, in a nutshell, that kind of explains the question of "Sorry, it took so long to get there." No, that's totally
0: fine, man. Like, I think from, I guess originally to break it down from the start, you had the anger of your father, and it just put you in a state of like depression and gave you this fierce wrath that like you couldn't have, find an answer to. I think that's common for, I say, just young men because again yeah we're just built to like you know express ourselves differently but sometimes it's it could be self-damaging to ourselves and others so where you found that remedy is like you yeah spilled it out to this mentor he gave you the hard cold truth of the leadership what needs to be done and then finally you found your path to meditation and it cleared your mind and sense that i know what to do better and i'm just Turning a new page on this life, and I'm making it so that my family and myself could prosper in this change, and it's beautiful, because not many guys would point it out, and like maybe out I don't know the shame of like embarrassment or just no one's talking about it, but you would see posts where like it's gym therapy or like game therapy or something where they take that moment to like really release that um, negative energy and try to turn it into a positive in a sense. So to find that for you is inspiring.
1: I would agree with you. And, you know, the fact was for a long time, I suppressed it because I Mm -hmm. didn't want to deal with it. But here's the reality, whether it's pain, anger, shame, guilt, you pick the negative emotion. You can only suppress it so long before that suppressed emotion manifests itself physically. And that's when I began to notice all the physical symptoms, including the depression as well, too. There was other things that I'd mentioned, but there was, mm. you know, physical symptoms as well, too. And oftentimes, in my opinion, as a healthcare provider, mm. when people would come in with unrelenting problems, even objectively, when you assess them, it doesn't make sense. You know, they should be doing and feeling better than they are. But yeah. what I came to realize is that it's unresolved emotional issues that are manifesting physically. So yeah. What do we tend to do with those guys? Well, we'll overtrain, right? We'll do <laughs> something as a diversion, you know, to deal with distract it. Distract myself. With, yeah. You distract myself. So it could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be, you pick the distraction. Mm, we just workaholics. Yeah. Working. Yes. So all those are signs of symptoms, of an un, with you know being out of balance and not being in tune with yourself, and that's what it's all about, man. You got to get in tune with you, figure out why you think and act and do the things that you do. And really, at the core of that, Drew is mm-hmm. self love. You got to start loving, like when I look back at that time, yeah, I was doing so many destruct- so many destructive things. Right, I was harming myself. Like, why would why would anybody do those things if they love themselves? I didn't love myself because I didn't believe I deserved to be loved. My if my old man wouldn't love me, how could I love me? Right. Now all that was the BS story I told myself. But you see how we kind of get off. Yeah, that's now you see how we get off track.
0: Mm Hmm. Go ahead, because like that's so true. Where um. You get off track to that negative stuff and it really distracts you to what um, you should be doing and like again, self-love is so crucial for guys because they end up going to different outlets to find that love. If they can't find it at the house they may find it in um, in another person in another thing that they like invest all their time in and they just you know, leeching on that thing to f- feel their happiness. So without that, getting that self-love is so crucial so that you can really eliminate the fog and smoke and mirrors of your self-talk.
1: Yeah. And as you mentioned so well, you said they're all temporary, right? So they create Mm -hmm. a temporary dopamine response. So that euphoric feeling, you know, after a great great workout or I don't know, you know, drinking a bottle of wine or whatever the case may (laughs) be, you get that dopamine rush, but guess guess what happens, right? It quickly dissipates and you're back where you were before, if not worse, feeling worse about yourself because you know that wasn't constructive, right? right. So we have to acknowledge individually, we have to acknowledge that we're, you know, we're not okay, but doesn't mean that's where we're gonna be, right? It's only right. a moment in time. And that's where we need to reach out to a buddy, to a mentor, to a coach. And ask for help and guidance. If I hadn't spoke to that 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 mentor, there's no no telling where my life would have gone. I agree. That's it takes
0: a lot to really have that courage where um, you say, "Hey, I really need to find help." I feel like sometimes guys' ego gets the better of them too. So, like, I don't need sure. help. Like, who who am I to look for help for? So now it's humbling in the sense where, like, hey, there is something that's really slow me down. I have to find out how to solve this. And if I can't find this, someone else, I need someone's help to do it is really like a recipe for success for your self-growth and your self-help and for everything yeah, in your life.
1: You, you know, what I've learned is asking for help is not a weakness. It's actually a strength. It's actually something- Agreed. Um, that indicates that you have a core strength about you that you're willing to ask someone who's maybe a little further along on their journey for guidance? That's all
0: it is. At the end of the day, everyone's going through their own journey. So whatever advice and piece of advice we could um, give each other, it's totally fine. It's just in the better judgment of, yeah, I just need to get over this thing. And I see many people that's done it. What's no different for me to ask someone's help and i could you know be on the same page as them and i'm also agreed wanting to touch on um i guess since i'm seeing the power passion prosperity since that's like the three major p's i guess we're <laughs> basing off the whole um journey and self-worth so i guess if you want to talk about more of what why those three words i guess power passion pa- prosperity and what's the whole theme behind
1: triple p life yeah, it's a great question. Um, in 2014, uh, I retired um, from active work. Um, I, I was to the point financially where I did not need to work for money. Other businesses and stuff that were rocking and rolling, and so my my income outside of actually producing trading time for dollars, I was mm-hmm. able to to leave that behind. At that time, I just had started consulting and coaching other entrepreneurs who had reached out and said, hey, man, can you teach me what you've done, so on and so forth. And, and I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, in fact. And so that was, quote unquote, my hobby. You know, hey, I did it because I wanted to do it. Yeah. yeah. But I was charging, charging people for it because my time is valuable. Right. And uh, and, and I, remember, I remember it was a couple of years after that, I'm saying to myself, you know, I'm I've always prided myself in playing as big as I can. And I felt like I was playing small in this sphere. In other words, you know, yeah, I mean, I can coach a dozen, two dozen people and, and, and help them. And I, you know, we were doing great with it. But I'm like, there's so many more people who need help out there. So I said, I asked myself this question. I, it was actually before meditation one morning. I said, if there were three words that would define my life, and, and what would they be? So I'm going through this meditation process, and, and I get done, and I started writing it down. I started journaling, and the three words that came were empower, passion, and prosperity. So empower, passion, prosperity. You know, is um, is not as catchy as power, passion, prosperity. Huh. So it's a so it's about empowering dreams, right? Mm-hmm. I did, you know, surrounding people. Um, surround myself with people who would empower my dreams, who, Mm -hmm. you know, who challenged me, who supported me, encouraged me, told me when I was being a jerk or told me when I was doing good. So (laughs) keeping it real,
0: like, hey, man, you're doing this. So I got you. You got a 10. I need to bring you back to a one, man. Come
1: on. 100%. There's no doubt about it, right? I mean, we got to be real with each other. So (laughs) I got my group. You got your group and so on and so forth. So and then and then passion, man. I've everything I've done in my life uh, has been based on a level of passion. Um, I've yet to meet anybody who's successful in life that doesn't have some level of passion. Mm-hmm. And at the core of it, then is prosperity, right? Prospering in my in my health and my fitness, prospering in my relationships, prospering in my finance, prospering in my businesses, right? So it's those three words: empowering dreams or uh, you know, that term, empowering passion. dreams, igniting passion Engaging. and accelerating yeah. prosperity. So the Triple P Life was born <laughs> at that time. And so the brand has continued to grow and expand. Um, in 2016, I wrote an Amazon bestseller called Change Your Mind, Change Your Destiny, which really started to put the brand on the map. And um, and so we just continue to do it, grow it, scale it and, and you know, have a greater impact on as many people as possible. I mean, I, I love the coaching side of it. I also mm-hmm. love doing programs and seminars and courses and stuff like that, depending on what the, you know, individuals need. But, you know, it's, it's just being able to share my life experiences, right? Mm-hmm. What works, what doesn't work, and help as many people as I can.
0: And it's beautiful because, one, amazing that you have a course to really help out people that's not just, Oh, like let me benefit me personally, like, in a selfish way. It's like, I want to see you achieve the best way possible. And doing so, I'm gonna keep it real with you, I'm gonna keep it honest and keep you accountable. Scary word for some people because no one wants to say, hey, Drew, you should be doing this right. And like, hey man, why tell me what to do, man? Why can't I live my life? But if it's at a point where you have to stay on this disciplined regimen regime that when it comes to getting on the right track and becoming successful, You're going to prosper so much that you'll feel like, dang, thank you for keeping me on track because I would never make this. Like, praise God for that because that's in itself mind blowing. Something that people would achieve, want to achieve, like for years on end, but couldn't really fathom it unless they take a step back and say, let me work on something that I should, like, you know, take accountable of. And, like, you know, not everyone's perfect, but it's very crucial to have that person.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, you know, it's uh we are a byproduct of the people we hang out with, right? Our closest friends, our closest Absolutely. associates. Um, it's it's a part of the six step formula for success that I have um uh, for my life that I teach, you know, our clients and and uh and that's certainly one of them. Um, you know, humility is a real important part of it as well too. I'm a I'm a s i am am I am successful as I define it, by the way. Each one of us define success maybe a little bit different. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it doesn't so, have to be celebrity so, status. It could be just
1: no. the impact on your world. Yeah. Honestly, that never even comes into my mindset. Like, I don't mm. need public acknowledgement or accolades. I really don't. You know, um, mm. I'm actually more impressed with the individual, as you mentioned, who does it because they have a desire to serve, not to be a desire to be noticed. Right. But that's right. more, you know,
0: um. Yeah, I think personally, that's just more like attractive in a sense. Like, oh wow, look at this one individual, just outshine thousands and hundreds of people who say they're real, but like just do it for the glory and self worth. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, I don't understand for the life of me who people are pursue pr- who pursue a career as an influencer who <laughs> lacks who lacks skills to influence. Like, in mm-hmm. other words, like, all, all right, maybe you're a fashion influencer because you know you're great looking guy or gal and, you know, you know, you, you have, you know,
0: you know, like all the fashion trends, you know, to walk the walk yeah, and such. E-
1: exactly. And brands want to run. So I get all that. Right. Yeah. I, I, I get the superficial side of it, but there's people who are quote unquote influencers or calling themselves experts in health and, and fitness, you know, you know, who have worked out for three months and all of a sudden now I'm a, I'm a fitness expert, you know, Oh, um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the three months yeah right
0: there's a three month man get out of here you don't know about no pump what you talking about
1: uh, yeah man. That's a, tell me when you've been doing it for 36 years every day yeah. or five days a week for 36 years now you got some street cred
0: exactly now you got the credentials and now you're walking right. and swagging come on man
1: I know I know
0: but yeah
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And look, all the power too, all the power too. But you know what? That's built on a house of cards. It can go away in an instant. And what are you left? If you don't have skill, if you don't have authenticity, if you don't have ingenuity, right? Mm -hmm. What happens then? Because it can go away. Your account can be be profiled and shut down in an instant. You don't have control over that monetization. They do. Mm Mm-hmm. so now if you lack those other aspects now what now what are you gonna do
0: you just stuck there now begging like uh wait what did i do wrong and now you have like your um i don't know if you see youtube apology videos where it's like X oh long. gosh yeah. just like oh i'm so sorry i've done this i change i'm doing xyz or the popular one with the toxic gossip train with the ukulele there's amazing ways to be apologetic but i don't know it's that's really true having that house of cards if you really if the foundation is poor then it's going to fall 100 percent of the time no matter how many times you yeah. try to build it up the foundation must be true and authentic so that even if it falls building up it's much stronger you know
1: yeah you're right no question yeah you know <laughs> and then you know i i, I respect those people who have legitimate points of view that may be outside of the mainstream narrative, but it's, they're being true to themselves and their values and they're unwilling to give the apology. And therefore then they get banished. You know, I respect them more because they're following uh, again, right. They're living based on their values. um, than somebody who caves simply because they're afraid they're going to stop losing money. (laughs)
0: Oh man. Like, come on, now, man. I feel like some people really focus, uh, or prioritize, I should say, just the money and not the the magic they can do. You know, everyone has that superpower in themselves. Yeah, that's really good. That shifted when you (laughs) really hone into your magic, you can work so many things possible. And um, I guess going back to, I guess how it applies to men. I guess personally, for me as a guy, and like all the other. I can't say for most guys, but I guess for me, it's like I see something that I'm really good at. I want to hone into it and practice there. And if it's like working out, getting stronger, if it's podcasting um, like this or just, you know, a simple skill. I want to practice it so that I can be better at it and then become the best master at the craft and then I could teach others how to do the same thing. So I guess a little segue question is what would be a best advice for. I guess young individuals, if, has, if you want to touch on men and women, that's totally fine.
1: Um, I guess a key note for them to really like stick on. So I'll address men first and then in general. There, there is a real, there has been for quite some time, push to emasculate men, right? To move men away from their, their traditional role. And men's traditional role is to provide, lead, and protect, to protect their tribe. I mean, we're tribal by nature, right? So Mm -hmm. you take a male and a female, um, and within that tribe, everyone has a role within the tribe for the tribe to survive and thrive. And through anthropology, in thousands of years, the primary role of men have been to provide lead and protect doesn't mean that women can't do it please understand it but i'm saying mm-hmm. as right women women are more wired to be nurturers doesn't mean men can't be nurturers i'm just talking evolutionary here okay because i don't want anyone to get upset no like this is
0: the science No was like oh no i'm triggered oh no he said this yeah. no, it's, <laughs> cancel cancel this man no like it's
1: by the way oh, can sorry. i say something to that can i say something Go to ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. People look for reasons to be offended. Right? I could choose, you could choose to say something, and I could say, well, well, Drew, that offends me. But Mm -hmm. you had no intention to offend me,
0: or vice versa.
1: Right? So, like, chill out, man. It's just a conversation. (laughs) Right? And the people are scared to have a conversation. I know. I know. I know. Well, you asked the question, right? Which is so important. I'm so grateful that you asked this question because I do think it's a big issue in our society today. The emasculation of men is a big deal because we need men to be strong at home, strong leaders, right? Not tyrannical, not forceful, not emotionally. Anyway, just strong leaders. We need men to be present for their children. We know, right? Studies are clear. When there's a father in the home, those kids are far more well-adapted and adjusted. They do better in school. There's less poverty. There's less uh, teen pregnancy. I, I can go on forever with these statistics. Yes, Everyone knows, For sure. And it's irrelevant, Drew, of race. It could mm-hmm. be father out of the home in, a, in the Black, Hispanic, or the white community. The results are the same. Mm-hmm. Results are the same. So- we need strong men. We need strong men to be strong men to protect, to stand up for what's right for themselves and their family and to protect their families. Uh we there's you know, I, I actually remember a push not long ago, a year or two ago, that that working out was a sign of toxic masculinity. Could you imagine such horseshit?
0: That is the Excuse most ridiculous life. thing. <laughs> that is, that's totally fine. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And you know what's funny to tag onto that? I think some, um to go back to influencers, because some fake influencers love to call out some guys for staring at them working out. And mind you, yeah. the guys are not even bothering them. Like, they're just doing their own thing. But the moment they turn to see, oh, what is this person doing? Oh, now I can't turn and look around in the gym. Now I can't glance on something else that isn't you. And it's so funny because I forgot the guy's name. He's a gym goer. Man, he really calls out these people and he's openly disgusted of their behavior and applause like (laughs) let people just work out of the gym for the sake of working out. And it's ridiculous, but like funny. (laughs) Funniest
1: thing ever. It's 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 it is. And I know exactly what you're talking about, but I mean could you imagine like I mentioned to you earlier, I mean I've been working out well, what is today? It is twenty twenty four, so I'm a wife in ninety seven. So it's twenty it's thirty-seven years I've been working out because <laughs> when we first met, she was working out at a gym and I figured mm-hmm. great way to go see her, right? <laughs> Would join in the gym she was at. And I hey,
0: take notes, yo, so take for, notes.
1: <laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta go, you gotta go where it's at. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so we worked out together, you know, in the in vicinity for about a month and a half, and then we finally dated, and you know, the rest was history. But then she stopped working out. She does now, but I kept going, and so I've been doing four to six days a week for thirty-seven Good. consecutive years, except for two times. Uh, I tore uh, tore up my knee, had to have it repaired. I tore up my hip, I had to have it repaired. But otherwise, I've been consistent. So my point being is. I work out to be well, to feel well, to be a good example to my community, to be a good good example to my kids, right? How we take care, right? Working out to me is a sign of self-love, right? That I respect my body, I treat my body well, because if I treat it well, it's going to treat me well as I age, so I can continue to live the life that I want and do it unencumbered without any physical limitation or disability. That's why I work out, not for toxic masculinity bullshit. <laughs> Right?
0: I just yeah. I work out just to better myself, improve myself, man. Like a yes, I seen I have been that guy where it's like, dang, bit overweight. I gotta lose some weight, I gotta see some muscle. And time and time again, I see look in the mirror. Oh, okay, I'm looking good. Okay, I'll yeah. be
1: consistent now. <laughs> it's just Hey, that- if that's if that's motivation, then so be it. You know? If that's the motivation, so be it. Motivation like I could
0: really be consistent in this healthy habit and lifestyle so that I could just look better and just feel better as a person. Minus yeah. the whole, you know, who can attract? Just this feels better to me. So I want to keep it that way. And that's the whole truth of it, like with life.
1: Yeah. And I don't know who said this. I said it a long time ago. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, someone can look this up. They said, right, when when you look better, you feel better. When you feel better, you act better, right? Yeah. Again, another great study I saw a long time ago. Um, the most successful people work out regularly for multiple reasons. One is because they have more energy. Two is because regular exercise show a level of discipline. Regular exercise also shows a level of commitment. A commitment to love also shows a self. Uh, so, and and those those attributes then kind of you know um, bleed into other aspects of your life. So I don't know how we got off on of this. We were talking about men. I'm just saying that that <laughs> guys like need fine. to be guys, right? Guys mm-hmm. need to be guys. And don't be bashful or shameful about it. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, I'll cry at a movie, you know what I mean? I'm sensitive <laughs> around my kids. I love my kids, man. They make me cry all the mm-hmm. time because I'm just so proud of them, but it doesn't make me any less of a man. You could be both. You could still tap into your sensitivities, you know, mm-hmm. but still be a guy, you know um so and then in, in general i said it earlier as a, as 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 the human race goes so there's in no particular order number 1 is um we got to be passionate and live life with passion we need to be respectful to ourselves and other people mm-hmm. okay and the third thing is is that we always need to pursue our dreams mm-hmm. so if we stop pursuing dreams You stop living, and then you start existing. I call it, you know, punching the time clock of life. And no one likes punching a time clock anywhere, let alone the punch, the time clock of life. So your dreams keeps you motivated and excited about getting up each day. Your passion does the same thing as well, too. Um, I'm going to turn here in two weeks. I'm going to turn 60 years old, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, and I'm opening up my 19th business. 19th so why am i doing my 19th yeah yeah oh he's trying so to hit my doing-
0: businesses
1: you're listening to just chat with Drew. we'll
0: be right back after a quick word from my sponsors
1: looking for a personalized senior housing placement in maryland Look no further than Senior Care Placement and Consulting, Incorporated. With over 24 years of experience, our dedicated team ensures your loved ones receive the best care possible. Whether it's assisted living, respite care, or home care, we tailor our services to meet your unique needs. Trust us to find the perfect placement. Visit SeniorCare-Placement.com for a free consultation today.
0: So let's jump back into it, Jay. <laughs> Regarding to just men, man, and really, well, first, let me go back to it. You said you have 19 businesses and you just turned, you about to turn, I guess, 60. And my dude, it looks like you just hit 35. <laughs> you <work laughs> Perfectly, bro.
1: Thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. It's, uh, you know you know, I just, I work hard at it, you know, and, and, and I think aging is as much mental as it is physical. So I work hard mm. on the physical and I keep my mind young and sharp and, uh, you know, and, and so, but thank you. That's a nice compliment. I appreciate that.
0: Hey, some people are scared to get like old, basically like <laughs> for no. me, like young 20, uh, young 27 year old, I see one gray hair, I'm like, ah oh, dang, now it's over, man. Now I'm old. <laughs> and then that gray hair starts populating like a virus, like ah man, what should I do? Should I get, <laughs> should I shave it off? Should I cut it off? Should I dye it? Should I let it hang? I don't know. So I get it from so my in. friends, like ah oh, man, you, you're old, bro. But I'm accepting it. I'm accepting it now. Like the grays are, grays are sexy, so it's whatever.
1: <laughs> That's what my wife always told me. So, <laughs> no man, you just step into it. You know what I mean, like. I I tried that whole like hair coloring thing because I I started turning gray in my thirties and early forties and and I mm. did it for a little while especially especially my beard like that's bothered <laughs> me most than than getting it you know in my temples and stuff like that yeah. and then I'm like man man let it go just step into it embrace it <laughs> you you know um, and I did I don't worry about it so and and I'm grateful you know I still I still have a really thick head of hair so maybe if I lost my hair it, it upset me but. Uh, I don't <laughs> have that to worry about.
0: <laughs> no, it's all
1: good. It matches. Perfect
0: hair, perfect skin, glowing muscles, happy family. About to have 20 businesses. You're good. You're set. <laughs> <laughs> the small the business could be like a small coffee shop or something, a little protein shake, whatever.
1: <laughs> that's, there you go.
0: Perfect. Maybe that's number 20.
1: That could be number Maybe. 20.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um. That's beautiful to know, man. That's very nice to have like that discipline and you're proud of yourself to see how far you've come how much you've accomplished and what the future holds at the end so for young guys really step into that step into your your masculinity be okay it's okay to like be sensitive at some times but always always keep that strong like masculine frame in yourself like if you have to be tough one day sure and if you have to be like Soft another day, fine, but really let no one shake that from you. Let no one think that you are less of a man because you are, stick to
1: your standards, stick to your principles or whatever. Yeah. It's cool thing. It, it, and you know, I think too, right? There's, there's a differentiation between be a man, but don't have to be the man. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And, just, and the distinction is there's a level, I mentioned before, humility, but quiet confidence. When you know that you know, I don't have hmm. to act like the man. If you have to act like the man to get acknowledged, it means you, you're not the man yet inside. So you've got to play this role and have this facade.
0: Yeah, faking so, the foe.
1: Yeah, right, right. So, so it's just an indication there's more growth and evolution that needs to happen. Um, so you get that quiet confidence where you know I don't need to step into room and say, "Hey, check me out." You know, <laughs> no man, I I'm I'm good. I know who I am, and 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 there's actually a level of sexiness to that quiet confidence that people know mm-hmm. when it's when it's unspoken, right? <laughs> you don't have to prove it; they just know it. They just look right. at you and they know it. That's true. Uh, what the kids
0: call it, unspoken rizz, where it's just. You enter the room and everyone respects you or something. It's it's power. But I like that <laughs> unspoken wrist. I, oh man,
1: <laughs> Rit, that's cool. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take that. Say, so make me more. It'll make me more current, man. More hip.
0: <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> Whatever new slang I found, it's yours. All right,
1: all right, that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to you for more.
0: Oh, best. you have, you have my best. You have my email. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. Um. I guess to wrap it up, is there a final thought or message uh, you want to give to the people, whether it's still young men or just anyone who needs that push in their life?
1: Yeah. I mentioned before my formula for success. Would you, would you be okay if I share that? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, on my podcast, triple triple P life podcast, which you can find on any podcast platform and YouTube. uh, I had Sharon Lecter on and Sharon, was the CEO of um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Richard Kiyosaki's enterprise back in the 90s. That's so, so cool. And by the way, if, if guys, if you have not read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's an absolute must. And you should have your kids read it as well too. But I digress. And then, and then Sharon left and she um, did a few things. And then she was hired by the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich. And when Sharon joined that company, she found an annotated book, a uh, manuscript, written by Napoleon Hill in the 30s. And it was called Outwitting the Devil. It's a fabulous read. Um, I was just on another podcast today, and someone said, give us a name of a book that no one, most people have never heard about had a great influence on your life. And that was the one I gave, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And so she annotated the manuscript and they published it, I don't know, a few years ago, maybe five years ago, whatever it might be. And so in the book, Napoleon Hill taught, so it's, it's a conversation between him and the devil. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's about this, this constant struggle that humankind has with pursuit of success and, and the pitfalls. It's, it's a fabulous read anyway. So he talks about this formula for success. So the original formula is not mine. I did add one element to it and I actually reached out to Sharon. I said, Sharon, I said, I humbly, I humbly um, share with you that I think uh, Napoleon Hill left out one element and she said, well, what was it? And I told her and she said, I think you're right. I said, mm-hmm. I will always give the credit where credit is due. And that's Napoleon Hill. But the last element of this is what I add. So here's what it is, okay? Mm-hmm. Audiences, you might want to write this down. It's Take P notes, plus, y'all. yep, P plus T plus T, right? Mm-hmm. Times A, times A, plus F plus T. So P T A A F T. F, T. All right, well, What does all that mean? You're right. Okay. So P is what I mentioned earlier, passion. If you just stop for a moment and look around you, whether it's you know people you know or know of, the one constant element that they all share in their success is passion. Passion is an energy that is unbridled and unmatched. And passion is what allows you not only to pursue your purpose, but to overcome the obstacles that inevitably are going to get in your way. So you have to have passion in your life and you can have multiple passions and those passions can change over time based on reasons and seasons. So it doesn't have to be one passion. And that's the only passion that you have. Now, if you can take that passion and monetize it, now you're cooking with fire. Not all Mm -hmm. passions are right, but keep that in mind. So now, So it's P plus T. So the first T um, that we're looking at is talent. It's great to have passion, but if you don't have game, you're toast. And that's what I was talking about before, Ben. You got to have some skill sets and you got to work on those skill sets. You mentioned earlier, right, to become a master so you can teach. And I would argue you don't have to wait to be a a master to teach. In fact, you you need to have enough skill so you can – Know enough more than who you're teaching, and over time, the more you teach it, is when mastery occurs. The real learning occurs when you teach a subject or, or something, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to constantly up level your skill sets. So P P plus T.
0: That's a good so point. Actually, thing. that's a therapy, yeah. but that's a very good point to really, um, just holding on to that skill.
1: So that's that's powerful. <laughs> and you know, you know what, Drew. It's never been easier ever, ever mm-hmm. to learn a skill set than it is right now. I mean, you can go on YouTube and learn anything in a matter of hours, which gets me in a whole Basically. nother conversation of, of college where college is being yeah. co- completely obsolete based on the value proposition. you can go to YouTube or hire a coach for the fraction of the price and get started two or three or four years earlier and be yeah. way ahead of the game. But we can have <laughs> that conversation at a later date. Yeah. Okay. So the first, first a is actions, right? So passion, talent, you got to do stuff. You got to get moving. You got to get in the game. And by the way, so many people wait to get started. Cause they're like, well, what do I do first? What if I, what if I do the wrong thing first or what? Yeah. Let that stuff go, man. Just move, just move in the direction of your dreams. Take a step today. Take a step tomorrow. And each day, what's going to happen is, if you stay on task, is universally things are going to start to come to you, opportunities, people who will show you and guide you the way, even if you don't know the way. So don't worry about knowing the way, just take action and start moving. Mm. Now, another. The next bar. <laughs> A, yep, yeah, baby, that's right. So the next one is associations. We talked about this briefly before. My success in life is a byproduct of all the amazing people who have helped me on my journey. I truly believe that success is a team sport. So if you see someone who is doing what you want to do, call them up, email them, take them for coffee. I guarantee you, anybody who has experienced success is more than willing to reach a hand behind to help someone else because I guarantee you all of them had some similar experiences, had people help them on their path. So find out what they do, find out how they think, find out what made them success, what their secret sauce is, all that stuff. And if you're the smartest person in the room, go find another room. I always want to be around people who are smarter than me. I've been successful in business, Drew, not because I, you know, I, I have this incredible genius. I'm a hard worker, and I'm, you know, I'm good at building relationships. I'm, I'm successful because I've surrounded myself with really smart people who know stuff that I don't know that I figure out because of them. So association. So we talked about passion, hmm. talent, action, and association. So then there's the F, and it's faith. Is this religious faith? It could be, right? Believing in something bigger than yourself is awesome. I do. I do. But it doesn't have to be. It could be faith in self, mm-hmm. because if you don't believe in you, who the hell else is going to? Right. Because you're going to inevitably face adversity on your path. It's just a given. I've met maybe one person in my life who never faced adversity on their path to success, and um, and I don't even believe that person's real. <laughs>
0: So So you have to be really spoon fed to not face adversity, (laughs) and even
1: then, right? Even then, exactly. So a belief in yourself that you can overcome and you can achieve, and if you believe that, you'll figure out a way. And then the last element, the one that I added was time. It's the last element. It's time. It's great to have goals. It's great to set smart goals and put a timeline on it, and know, okay, hey. You know, in two years, I want to have this business. I want to be generating this income, or I want to have, you know, this significant other in my life and I want to be living here, whatever it is, right? The reality is, we really don't know when it's going to show up. And sometimes when we put arbitrary numbers on it and it doesn't happen, we think we're a failure when literally it's right around the corner. It's the old 212, right? Mm -hmm. Water doesn't boil till 212. So the temperature's at 211 degrees and you're right there, right there. You just got to keep the heat on for two seconds longer (laughs) and it's going to start bubbling. And what do we do? We turn the heat down and we back away. Ain't going to happen to me, man. Right? So, So you got, and here's the other thing too. A lot of times when you're so focused and so committed, a lot of times your timeline of success will be cut in half. It'll show up in your life much sooner than you anticipated because the reason there is you have to be open to see it. Sometimes opportunities knocking on your door to say, hey, that path of success you want, it's here and it can happen in a flash compared to two or five years from now. So being aware and conscious to look for it. So timeline's good. Be open for it to come later. If it doesn't come on the timeline you're on, be willing enough to keep the heat on so eventually it does. So it's P plus T times A times A plus F plus T. Every decision I make in forward looking at business and life, it has to meet those criteria. Am I passionate about it? Do I have a skill set enough mm. where I can be successful? Right? Am I willing mm. to put the time and the effort and do the work? Do I have enough people around me who are smarter than me can help me? Right? Mm. Do I have a belief that I can get this done? And am I willing to, to wait it out and make it happen? So if, if it's affirmative on all those, there's no way I can't succeed. That's why I say it's your guaranteed formula
0: for success. That is the guarantee formula. Couldn't agree more. And Dr. J, that's literally the blessing, the icing on the cake, the whole five layers of this success cake you're going to, watch someone take this advice and just run with it and become the better version of themselves. They're going to say, thank you so much for just chat with Drew. Thank you for the episode for Dr. J. I am forever grateful for hearing this advice.
1: Well, I appreciate mm-hmm. that, man. I really do. And you know, if any of your listeners um, have any questions, they can email me Dr. J at triple P life. So it's triple P life, all one word in the email address. And they can email me or they can check me out at powerpassionprosperity.com, which is our website Mm -hmm. or our our podcast, Triple P Life. Um, You know, I love doing this stuff. You know, um, I I love coaching and helping people achieve their dreams. So however I I can be an assistance, um, I'm here because that's that's part of my mission, as I mentioned when we first started. Hey, I'm motivated too, man. Shoot, from listening to this, I'm ready to go.
0: (laughs) What are we doing? What are we doing? Like it's. It's some good stuff. So definitely. Yeah. listeners definitely follow him. Read this man. This man is a legend in the making and he ain't stopping now. He's going to keep on going. Dr. J. does any other, um, I guess Instagram or LinkedIn? You want to
1: add or drop up? Yeah. People can follow me at Dr. J on Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, triple P life on Twitter and on, um, on, uh, and on YouTube. Yeah. Please check us All out right. for sure. Absolutely. If you love this content, believe me, just <laughs> scratching the surface on stuff we cover.
0: Yes, sir. Man, thank you so much for swinging by. This is a blessing. And please, listeners, take do not waste any moment. Take this time you have and just ride it, man. Make, it, make the change right now. Dr. Chain, thank you so much. And We'll love to do another chat with you
1: sometime in the future. This is really fun. Any, Anytime, Drew. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And thank you to your audience for listening.
0: hmm Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Just Chatting with Drew. Make sure to give us a follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for more information and updates on the next episode. And give us a follow on instagram just chatting with drew and my instagram drew.n96 to keep yourself updated and links to share your voice tell me what you think about the pod tell me what you think about the episode and what more topics you want to hear from i'd love to hear back from you guys and yeah see you guys next time peace